0: Haman said in his heart, Who would the king delight to honor more than myself? Esther 6-6 Dear God, you said that you honor those who love you and are humble before you. Teach us in our story today how we can be careful not to become prideful, selfish, or jealous. When everything that isn't of you falls, you will remain. Help us to stand with you no matter what. Thank you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. Esther saves her people. In our last story, Haman had issued a decree and approved by the king to kill all the Jews. But Mordecai and Esther came up with a plan to stop it by holding a banquet for the king and Haman. In this story, Esther will exploit Hammond's plot as inspired by Esther.
0: Well, hi! It's Julianne Thompson, guest hosting for Julia Jeffress Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. In this story, we get to hear the rest of Esther's story, what happened to her people, and how pride caused one final downfall. Let's find out what happened.
1: When Queen Esther invited Haman and the king to a second banquet, Haman was filled with pride. He walked around in high spirits boasting about his invitation. That all ended when Esther's uncle Mordecai refused to bow down to him. Haman was furious. He told his friends, I am honored by the king. The queen loves me as well. I am the only one she invited over for dinner. And this was the second time. This makes me someone honorable with many accomplishments. However, I will not be happy until I see Mordecai dead. His friends told Haman, find a way to kill Mordecai and ask the king to make this order. Haman accepted this suggestion and found a pole to kill Mordecai with. Later that night, the king had trouble sleeping, so he asked someone to read the records taken daily. It was read aloud that Mordecai had saved the king from an assassination attempt. The king asked, What did we do to honor this man for saving my life? His attendant answered, Nothing was done for him. The king summoned Haman, his top official, to fix that. He asked Haman, How should I reward a man who is worthy of all honor? Haman assumed the king was talking about him. So he replied, Treat him like royalty. Give him a crown for honor, your robe to wear, and your horse to ride. Then have him parade around town so that he is praised by the people. The king said, Great idea. Now I want you to do all of this for Mordecai. Don't hold anything back to honor him. He is worthy for saving my life. Haman was surprised and disappointed, but he had to follow the king's command. When Mordecai was praised and paraded around the kingdom, Haman was so humiliated. He went home upset, but he didn't have much time because his servants rushed him to get ready for the banquet. The king and Haman arrived at Queen Esther's banquet. The king was pleased with Esther and asked, What is it that you want? I will give it to you even if it means giving you half my kingdom. Esther said, Your majesty, if I have found favor in your eyes, "'Please grant this one request. "'A man issued a decree to destroy my people, the Jews. "'The lots were cast, and a date was set. "'I request you to spare their lives.' "'The king asked Esther, "'How dare this happen? "'Who conspired such a plan?' Esther pointed to Haman and said, "'This man, who is our cruel enemy.' "'The king was furious. "'He left to the garden to think to himself.' Haman panicked and started begging Esther for mercy. He fell on the seat where Esther sat. The king walked in on Haman falling and shouted, "'Now you dare to harass my wife in front of me?' The guards took Haman and attendants told the king, "'Haman has a place set up "'where he was planning to kill Mordecai. "'It was a pole to impale him.'" Haman's death was executed. The king gave Esther all of Haman's property, Mordecai entered the king's courts, for Esther told the king that they were related. He promoted Mordecai to the highest-ranking official. He could now speak up for the Jews' well-being. Esther boldly spoke up for the Jews and saved her people. Because of that, the king granted her request and reversed Haman's evil
0: plans. Have you ever heard the phrase, pride goes before the fall? Did you know it actually comes from the Bible? In the book of Proverbs, King Solomon wrote, pride goes before destruction and an arrogant spirit before a fall. Well, you know, King Solomon was the wisest person who ever lived. And Haman is the perfect example of what makes his proverb so true. Do you remember everything that prideful Haman did? First, Haman thought his powerful position meant he could boss everyone around. He believed he was more important than anyone else in the kingdom, and everyone else should feel less important than him. That's why when Mordecai refused to bow down to him, Haman was furious. He was ho- hopping, stomping, storming, mad. That's why when Mordecai refused to bow down to him, Haman was he was hopping, stomping, storming, mad. But you know, and I know, that Jews don't bow down to anyone but the Lord. Then that prideful Haman decided to teach Mordecai a lesson by hatching a sneaky, wicked plot. He tricked the king and sent out a decree saying that every Jew throughout all of Persia should be killed. But you and I know that the Lord is more powerful than any royal decree. Then, because Haman felt so proud that Queen Esther invited no one but him to dinner with the king, twice he decided he'd get permission to kill Mordecai himself. Silly Haman, he didn't know what you and I know, that the only one worthy of bowing down to would never let a king or king's official lay a finger on his people, without his permission. Other officials in the king's courts had tried. Do you remember? Wicked counselors had tattled on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, so Nebuchadnezzar would toss them in a fiery furnace. And jealous wise men had tricked Darius into throwing Daniel in the lion's den. But who was left standing at the end of those stories? God's people who loved and trusted him not the ones who tried to stop them. Their pride had gone before their fall, and this story is no different. Because you and I know that God loves his people very much. Do you remember everything that God did? First, he humbled Haman. King Xerxes made Haman lead Mordecai, who was sitting on the royal horse wearing a royal cloak all around the city. Haman even had to shout out how great Mordecai was. Then, God used Esther's courage to expose Haman's sneaky, wicked plot to kill the Jews. And when King Xerxes found out, he was furious. He was hopping, storming, stomping mad. Then, because Haman had been so prideful and arrogant and selfish, he allowed King Xerxes to give Haman the exact same punishment Haman wanted to give Mordecai. And finally, because you and I know that God loves his people very much, God saved the lives of all the Jews in Persia. Haman's sneaky, wicked plot was ruined. You see, someday you might meet someone who is proud or selfish or jealous, someone who doesn't like God or God's people. And because you love God, That person might try to make you feel bad or say things about you. But you and I know that pride goes before a fall. And you know that following God sometimes means having courage like Esther or Daniel or Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And that's okay because we also know that God loves us very much and no one can lay a finger on his people without his permission. And at the end of our story, it's the ones who love and trust God who will be left standing. I am so glad you joined me for today's story. Come back next time to hear about how God fixed a whole lot of problems using a man named Nehemiah. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Can't get enough of our podcast? Stay tuned for new adventures by subscribing to Kids Bible in a Year, your companion in exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. We'll see you next time.